Welcome back to the Booked and Boozy podcast. This is your co-host, Jada. And Brooke. And we are gathered here today because you were caught reading fairy smut in the restricted section. The librarian took away your library card. And when you walked out the door, she coughed into her book and said you were a dirty little whore. (laughs) Not today, sis. Not today. This is Booked and Boozy. Your rejection was your one-way ticket into now what we call Bookaholics Anonymous. So today we have a very special party. If you could not already tell by Jada's lovely description of today's episode, we are starting a new segment called Bookaholics Anonymous, which we think we coined perfectly. I mean, it's very on-brand. So what we've decided to do with this episode is basically just have a party, collab, have some book chats with some of our favorite creators. Today, we are bringing you Tipsy Book Talks. They are one of our bookish best friends. We watch all their videos. We've been like hitting each other up for the last like couple months and been like, hey, I love your stuff. And they've been like, hey, I love your stuff. We started Zooming each other just for chats. We clicked super well. And then we were like, oh my gosh, we need to have them on the pod ASAP. And Rand was like, I haven't read the series. And we were like, we're going to bully her to reading the series. As I bitch you about to. (laughs) (laughs) So she was a champ and she binged the entire series in less than a week. Snaps for her. I could never. (laughs) I wish, but I could never. My slow ass reading self. But um, do you guys want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel? Okay, so Tipsy Book Talks is basically a YouTube channel and it's exactly where you can find us. It's Tipsy Book Talks. But pretty much we do very similar to what you guys do here is we create specialized drinks. We read literature. We try to have a healthy balance between classic and modern, but yeah, we really just like to hang out and chat and make new friends. And basically we just wanted to meet more people in like the bookish community because we don't have a lot of reader friends either. No, for real. Like me and Brooke, as you guys know, started this podcast because we kind of found each other and rekindled our love for reading together here in this pandemic. And we started the podcast just because we wanted more people to talk about our books with. So this is exactly it. And the fact mm-hmm. that we keep finding people who also like enjoy like a wonderful beverage and talking about their books in a banterish manner is like everything that we are about. So we're really excited to start this series. We're going to be doing it for pre-releases. We're also going to be doing it for series wrap-ups like Throne of Glass. We kind of have things kind of already lined up for that, but we can't wait. Yeah, we're so excited to be here too because of like, of course, you guys already know we are obsessed with you. I already told you that I stalked your guys' Instagrams and everything, but like also... (laughs) Just the binging of like your guys' podcasts have been so much fun. Wait, we're really excited to have you guys on as well. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is going to be a good time. I'm excited. I'm a little terrified, but I'm excited. <laughs> so let's start off the episode with what we're drinking. Let's go ahead and t- turn the mic to our guests. Brianne, Taylor, what are you drinking today? So because I have the first Akatar. I wanted to do a Beauty and the Beast themed drink. So I'm drinking an Enchanted Rose and it's like, oh my gosh, it's pretty. It's supposed to have like a rose from a strawberry, but I didn't want to commit that hard. So it's (laughs) just rum, grenadine, and like Sprite. It tastes delicious. It's actually surprisingly sweet. It looks really good. I like kind of want to try it out tomorrow. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had a cord of wings and ruin and it's supposed to be black, but it's not. Um, <laughs> I am calling this one a glorified bat because that's what Nestra calls Cassie. And I'm pretty sure um, at one point. So I did like a glorified bat and it's supposed to look like black, like bat wings. So you could see like the glitter in it and it has activated charcoal and it's just fucking bougie. <laughs> Fancy. That was appropriate for like not only your book, but to kind of segue into this book we're going to be talking about tonight. Exactly. Yeah, it has like bourbon in it and then it has like crushed blackberries and like lime juice and activated charcoal and a bunch of weird shit that I didn't think would be good. And especially since I don't like bourbon or ginger beer, but I'm actually really digging this. So surprise here. It looks that really sounds good. like it would fuck me up. I'm not even going to lie. I'm hoping it does. <laughs> like if we were doing a TikTok right now, I'd be like, I think A Court of Wings and Ruin is about to be the most fucked up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I love that. I wish we could have done that. <laughs> We've done a TikTok, TikTok like that. Jada, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I fucked up. I was supposed to make Sex in the Illyrian Mountains. It was supposed to be a playoff of Sex on the Beach. I thought it was a great idea. It was executed very poorly. Instead of Peach, because it's like, I was like, it doesn't really make sense. Like the two and two together. Peach in the Illyrian Mountains, that doesn't make sense. So I was like, okay, we're going to get raspberry snaps instead of peach snaps I'm gonna put it in my drink and mix it with the cranberry juice and I was like but I can't add orange juice orange juice would be too much and then I was like okay I'm gonna make this gradient effect okay clearly I'm not a mixologist I am an amateur okay amateur and so I take my club soda and I'm like oh yeah this is gonna look so good I was actually sending them tiktoks because I was like oh my god this drink is so fucking sexy and then like I poured like the club (laughs) soda because I was trying to like make like a mountainous effect you know and I was hoping the red would stay a little bit dark but no it just just all mixed together and you know it looks more like the Illyrian blood right than the (laughs) Illyrian sex in the mountain thing (laughs) (laughs) you know what could have been such a good drink too if you were to do like the orange juice because like the sidra is defined like the is she always like when she goes near the sidra she's like it smells like citrus and the sea and so it's like you could have done like sex in the sidra yeah there's a lot of things I could have done but I didn't (laughs) (laughs) that's a tiktok right there Brooke, what are you drinking? So tonight I am drinking what I have coined the blessing. Oh. AKA Arska fucking drink. <laughs> I had chosen the Akafas book to represent. If you hadn't noticed, we all picked a book. These are book themed drinks. So Rayanne had Akatar, Jada had Akamath, Taylor had Akawar, and I have Akafas. So we're just going to bring up um, probably something you blocked out in your memory <laughs> from reading the book. And that is where they literally have sex in the sky. If you listen to our Akafas episode, you know what ska fucking means and you know <laughs> You know what this means. You know what this about to mean. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> oh god, I did not know what that was gonna mean, but I'm really glad it happened. She literally just creamed on. Whoa. <laughs> she just literally just creamed her drink from the sky <laughs> oh with whipped cream. No. Whipped cream. <laughs> two girls one book okay (laughs) no now it's four girls one book not four girls one book okay this is not our only fans (laughs) booked and booty 
So anyways, (laughs) this drink has um, witch cream flavored vodka, blue curacao, simple syrup, and the blessing itself, a dash of whipped cream dropped in from the sky. For the poll today, we wanted to keep it very simple, especially since we're talking about a cord of silver flames here. We just really wanted to know where our audience stands. Do we like Nesta for Cassian? 68% of you said yes, and 32% said no. I did not vote, but I would be a part of the 32%. I did not know where my colleagues stand on this topic, but... I'm interested to find out. I did vote. <laughs> you did? I didn't even see it. Yeah, I did. I always vote. <laughs> Whenever I see your polls, I try to vote in them. I said yes. Mainly, okay. Do I think that they would be like my favorite couple? No. But do I think that they have an interesting dynamic that I would like to see explored for a period of time? Absolutely. I am ready for these crazy ass sex scenes that Sarah J Mass is going to put them through. And if they don't stay together, they don't stay together. But I'm here for the current. Do I think that they are bonded? Probably not. But do I think that they're going to continue this relationship? Hell yeah, because it already started. It's not just going to go away. <laughs> See, I agree. I, I think, think that bonded. It, you think they are bonded? Only because... Um, I only think that because of him crawling to her, like when he was passed out, like that's a level of like, I don't know, that's pretty intense, even for mates to have that reaction. Like he was literally passed out unresponsive any other time, except for when he was screaming, like he didn't give a shit about Elaine. (laughs) That's an interesting point. I didn't think about that. That's a mating thing. I would also be part of the 32% with Jada. If you've been here since day one, you know how we feel about Nesta. Do I think it's going to happen anyways? Yes. Like Rayanne said, it's already started. It's already in motion. It's probably going to happen. However, I'm keeping an open mind since I know they're going to be in game anyways. I'm really hoping that Sarah J Mass really writes this character in a way that turns my perspective on her. I think she will turn our perspectives, but I'm like one of those people and I'll talk about it more and like my theory that's not going to happen. The fact that SJ dropped a little a little spice about Eris really fucked me up and now I can't see anything else. <laughs> I know it's controversial. Don't come for me. <laughs> I'd like to see that too. <laughs> I feel like that would be interesting just because they are both characters who at this point like need redemption, you yes. know, see like a full on redemption yeah. arc together. I know, right? The parallel, like I want it. Mm-hmm. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write my own fanfic about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have a few games for some of our guests. A couple of them they know about, a couple of them they don't. So we're really excited just to do a little introduction to our guest, get ourselves a little boozy, a little bit more comfortable, set the mood and get this party on the road. Let's do this. So our first section is get booked. We are going to be asking our guests book related questions, except this is rapid fire, fire, not fire. Okay. So they cannot think about their answers. They must respond and we must keep going. I'm so scared. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm going to forget everything I know about books. 
it's not VR. trivia. It's not trivia. <laughs> oh, thank God. I'm over here like, what the fuck? I'm no, it's no. Who it's was the main not. character? Who's the secondary character? What's the plot? We're like, no idea. <laughs> Are you really Agatar fans? If you're not, we're kicking you off. <laughs> also, I, I just mean... don't think fast. <laughs> I don't either. That's I barely think at all. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in the zone. Okay. So I have all of Taylor's questions and Jada has all of Rayanne's. Jada and I are just going to go back and forth really super quickly. Okay, Taylor, your favorite book, boyfriend or girlfriend? Ooh, uh, Rayanne. Rayanne. Fay, witch, or human? Witch, for sure. Taylor, this might bring some spoilers, so do as best as you can not to spoil Throne of Glass in these next few seconds. But if you could bring one book character who died back to life, who would it be? Primrose from The Hunger Games. Rayanne, what's your favorite trope? Definitely love Triangle. Oh, okay. Taylor, what's your favorite series? Throne of Glass. <laughs> <laughs> like, Throne of Glass. <laughs> this was coming. I love we you don't. so much. That was so <laughs> robotic. Don't have glass. Don't have glass. <laughs> Can I do it again? Don't have glass. <laughs> okay. I make it sound like I'm rapidly answering. <laughs> like, don't have glass. Don't have glass. <laughs> My fast enough. Wake up, wake up. Slim Shady. All right. So, all right, Rayanne, what's your favorite standalone? Book? Yes, your standalone book. Uh, shit, I don't know. I uh, Stop fucking I up. You got to give me an answer right now. I know. Okay. I'm literally trying to look. Uh, uh, fuck. I can't think of any book names. <laughs> oh, uh, don't play with dead things. Oh my God. I thought <laughs> you were going to say Ash. Yeah. Just say Ash. Taylor, what's the number one book on your physical TBR that you want to read? Um, Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. Ran, how many books do you own? At least 300. Damn. Wow. I have, I have two bookshelves and a third one in a spare bedroom. So I would say those each hold at least 100. It's a uh, lot of goals. different ones. Okay, sis, we got an experienced girl up in here. All right, what's up? <laughs> Taylor, what is the first book you read that got you into reading? The Hunger Games. Rayanne, how many shots would it take for you to sleep with Tamlin? Probably at least four. (laughs) (laughs) I'd shoot my shot and it would like go down so fast. I'd be like, all right, moving on. (laughs) It'd be fun though. I feel like flirting with him would be a good time, but realistically, would he he want to sleep with me? Not likely. You know what? I think pickers can't be choosers at this point. <laughs> I don't know. You used to have red hair. You could like pass his Feyre. I just re-dye it again. He's like, oh <laughs> shit, actually. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, what is an unpopular book opinion you have? Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is where we have to think about books that we're like, shit, we've only been reading the same one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it counts as a spoiler, though. Okay, my fave villain in Throne of Glass is the woman. Okay. Manon? Huh? Is it Manon? Is Manon? that a villain? Manon? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You'll know. If you've read the series, you know. There's one main male villain and one main female villain. And my favorite one is the female. She just looks okay. like she would be a villain, and I'm down for it. No, so I'm, I'm hoping she's a bad bitch. Yeah. Like a good bad bitch. I mean, most <laughs> villains are bad bitches, so. <laughs> true. Very true. Rayanne, who was your first book crush? Okay, it's, <laughs> I started off reading a series of unfortunate events, so I want to say Klaus, right? The boy in it. Yeah, definitely thought he was a cutie, and he's really fucking smart, so I was like, wow, okay. That's cool. And he's obsessed with reading. So I think collectively we're all going to have to read a series of fortune events after this. Yes! 
<laughs> please, she puts your please hands do. in pit. <laughs> she was <I'm> crying. <laughs> put Rayanne through some shit so I feel like we need to go through some shit now 13 Agreed. books bitches let's do it oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> <I'm out>. <laughs> <laughs> 100 pages it's fine you guys will be fine she's like I have no fucking sympathy okay like yeah. I read the shit in a week <laughs> literally I had to power through like 7,000 pages not really just like <laughs> it's so much it was so much <laughs> Taylor who is your all-time favorite book character Probably a non black beat. Cool. Okay. That makes me think she's good. Yes. She's trying to throw us off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are reaching the end of our list. Rayanne, if you had to be a villain in any book, which book would you choose? Oh, shit. I just see it right now. So I'm going to say Alice in Wonderland because I think being the Queen of Hearts would be fucking rad. You need to read Heartless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do I have that? I don't think so. Okay. No, you need to read it. You would love it. Taylor, what is your least favorite YouTube video you put out on your channel? Oh, that one's so hard. Probably our romance <laughs> get video. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, that is so hard. Like, there's just so many to choose from. <laughs> I hate everyone. I hate them all. Yeah. No, not at all. But in the beginning, there's just some stuff that like we put out that I'm just like, damn it. I wish, I think that it could have been so much better, especially since they were such good books. But Romeo and Juliet, we that was supposed to be our first video and we filmed it and it like really got fucked up. So then we had to refilm it and I wore a striped shirt and my boobs are just like <laughs> whole entire time and I just it looks really unflattering and like it looks terrible the whole time and we got smashed like that was the most drunk me and Ryan ever got and it was to the point where we were making no sense so (laughs) (laughs) collectively it was such an awful awful video that we were like this can't be our first one (laughs) I'm scared to watch it and also I think that'll be one of the videos that we probably take down like once we get to like a hundred and we can kind of like start taking things down, like that'll be the one that we're like, private. <laughs> All right. You heard that book to boozy. Go watch it before they take it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch one of our good ones. <laughs> At least watch one of the good ones first. So you know what we can do. And then like, maybe watch that one. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> Well, That's go ahead and tell them what your favorite one is while we're at it. Yeah, tell them. I don't know what my favorite one is, but like my most favorite, like recently is probably when we did the New Year's book tag because I thought we looked really cute in it. And like, I don't know. I thought it was just really fun. I think that video has like the most views on your channel, right? I think so. Um, Our first video still has the most viewed. It's Tequila Mockingbird. But that one was all because our family felt like they really had to support us. So it was like yeah. for that one, like it felt like all of our family and friends watched it because they felt like they had to support us. But like now our views mainly come from actual like bookish friends. So I kind of like these views more. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah these so are the real ones. nice that you don't have to nice. hide your stuff from your family and friends <laughs> my grandmother followed us unfollowed us <laughs> my mom <laughs> followed us and then unfollowed us my cardiothoracic <laughs> surgeon followed us this week i was like how the fuck did you find us no oh my lisa, god what are you doing here lisa <laughs> like, get off the page <laughs> you do not want to hear about fairy dick okay with double c's Hey, you don't know her life. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. Lisa fucking stay. Do you want to? I mean, how? 
I told Brooke this because she was freaking out and I was like oh it's like no big deal I was like could you imagine like also I worked with cardiothoracic surgeons because like I was an ICU nurse who took open heart patients I know how badass they are in the OR I was like Brooke could you imagine a (laughs) cardiothoracic surgeon listening to our podcast while they were operating okay like that was deep in a chest (laughs) that would be amazing Oh no. <laughs> he's like, he like all of a sudden starts laughing and he's like, oh shit, I nicked it. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> Last one, Rayanne, what is your worst filming habit? I tend to say like a ton. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to say it a ton here, especially when I get drunk. And all I have to say is, well, um, like, um, and um. <laughs> I try so hard not to say it, and it's so hard to cut it out filming-wise. <laughs> Now moving on to our get boozy section, we have two in this category. Of course, we are going to be doing the fan favorite truth or drink. I am going to let them pick. We have with a twist, last call on the rocks, extra dirty or happy hour. Ooh, I want to do with a twist, love me some lime. And then was it talk dirty or on the rocks? I think those are my- There's on the rocks and extra dirty. Yeah, yep. that's it. So because this is on the internet forever, as me and Brooke like to remind ourselves quite often, <laughs> please be aware that if you cannot answer the question, you must drink no matter what the question is. I'm not pulling another card. We got in trouble last time because- <laughs> <laughs> The last time we played this because we were like, oh, no, we can't answer that. (laughs) Bitch, you got a drink. Bottoms up. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to refill my drink about four different times now. Okay, cool. (laughs) Let's see. Taylor, you're first. With a twister on the rock. I'll take on the rocks. Have you ever stolen anything? What and why? And do you still have it? No, the only thing I've ever stolen was Rolos. And um, it was an accident. I put them in my pocket when we were like going up and I was a <laughs> child and we put them in my pocket and I forgot to give it. And then I got outside and I realized it was still in my pocket and I started sobbing, asked to go back and pay for it. And my mom was like, no, we're already on our way. But then she made me feel really bad about it. And I've never stolen anything else because I got so traumatized that day. Thank you for telling us um, your life story and trauma. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I drink now. (laughs) That is why I I should have done it like an AA. Like my name, (laughs) hi, my name is Taylor. (laughs) Hi, Taylor. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Oh, shit. All right, Brooke, baby, you're not excluded from this. So what do you want? Give me with the twist. Fuck. (laughs) You win the point without having to answer the question. Everybody else drink. Oh my God. <laughs> I am excluded from this. <laughs> Fuck, eat my Oh God, that was not good. The universe literally <laughs> said, no, Brooke, don't worry. We got you. <laughs> Do you think it would taste terrible if I added vodka? If I added ginger to this vodka ginger beer? No, do no, it. No, okay, that's I'm- like a... I'm it's gonna like be your a- friend and say no, Bo. <laughs> Everybody else is like, yeah, Taylor, get fucked up. <laughs> Rayanne, which Let's one go. do you want? Um, we'll do on the rocks. What is a habit, compulsion, or relationship you wish you could quit? My drinking. <laughs> Kidding. Violence. <laughs> 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 the group was like, you're on the wrong podcast, baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually say I have a pretty bad shopping addiction. So if I could actually stop that and save money, I would be way <laughs> happier, I think. Uh, same. <laughs> All right, Jada, you're not excluded either. I'll read yours. Because I know what you bitches want, I'm pulling out the extra dirty card. Don't think I wasn't thinking about you when I'm doing this. I may have to drink. I may not answer the question, but here we go. How confident are you in your oral sex skills? And how do you know? <laughs> very strong. Um, I have very strong oral sex skills. And I'm not saying that. Number one, it's because I'm a Pisces. Number two, I literally have made someone come in one second before. That was like, <laughs> honestly, like an MVP moment. It was like, literally, I just went down. I was doing the Gluck Gluck 3000 before it was the Gluck Gluck 3000. Okay. <laughs> I was I was out there in the trenches with you bitches running the show. Okay. <laughs> And so it was just like glug glug and it was like let's go I mean easy work for me and my jawline but you know <laughs> amazing wow a pro a pro amongst us all who else is thinking of that grapefruit video oh my god <laughs> have you ever seen the grapefruit video no yeah. oh but you don't need to I you're fine to send you. where they're like yeah, no. What? Jada, you're good. You're good. If you could already do that, you're fine. You don't need the grapefruit video. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. To end this off, I think I should probably do a normal one. See, I'm going to do with a twist. You win the point without having to answer the question. Everyone else drinks. Ha! Damn it. Fuck <laughs> you. I probably just forgot. Fuck you. To put- <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just forgot. Oh, no. I didn't. I thought I cheated, but see, it's literally wow, wow, guys. Wow, get it. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, part two of Get Boozy is an Akatar themed Would You Rather? Hell yeah. These are all custom questions that Jada and I came up with today. And basically the only rules are if we booked and boozy guess tipsy book talks answers right, then they have to drink. Oh, okay. And if we guess their answers wrong, then we have to drink. I feel like you know us so well now that I'm actually kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I went and made a new drink for this though. Cause this drink is bomb as fuck. I don't, Ooh. guys, I don't think I can tell you how much I hate ginger beer and bourbon and this is just working for me for some reason bourbon is a little Uh, hardcore bourbon kind of makes me a little sleepy you know yeah it's a it's basically i think it's like a blackberry mint julep that's exactly what it tastes Mm. like it's delicious yep that's exactly what i thought it was apparently it's gonna make me shit my pants but it's delicious (laughs) (laughs) fuck okay all right so is it to pay on the ash to pay homage homage thank you to our illiterate english i mean to our literate english majors <laughs> fuck i'm drunk as hell i think you were right the first time <laughs> to pay homage to our first ever akatar episode no what <laughs> this isn't our first akatar episode <laughs> Our second Akatar episode. Not even our second one. <laughs> our third. No. You've done a whole fucking series. Fourth, bitch. Fourth. No. no. What is the fuck they, is it? Just tell is me. Is they our Bookaholics Anonymous episode? Our no. party episode. 
No, let me finish my sentence. Okay, to pay homage to our Akatar episode. Okay, fuck off, Brooke. I see you in my <laughs> peripheral vision. Would you rather be with Jurian's eye for six months? No, correction. Be Jurian's eye for six months or have a one night stand with Baron. Ooh, one night stand with Baron. Oh, I'd rather be Jurian's eye. Okay. I would go, I would go insane. I feel like Baron would hold that over my head every single time I see him and I would kill him. Nah, I think he's like an old man. It would just be like one and done. I would just like, and then he'd be fine and fall asleep. And then I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Get that cash, babe. Okay. <laughs> get that head and leave <laughs> yeah all right well we thought both of them were going to choose jury and size so drink out so we have to drink Whew. i'm scared now <laughs> <laughs> they were scared <laughs> now i'm scared <laughs> all right second question would you rather become tamlin's mate or participate in the illyrian blood right blood right i think i'm gonna say tamlin's mate because i could reject that but you best believe that i would fucking die <laughs> in the blood <laughs> drink <sighs> up bitches <laughs> <laughs> did you guess right for each of us yes yeah. <laughs> damn <laughs> Listen, job, I know, I know me as a person and I know that I would fucking get murdered within two seconds. I definitely feel like I would die, but I'm like, you know what? I'll go down fighting at this point. If it gets me away from Tamlin, I'm okay with that. Taylor, I just imagine you going in their hunger game style. Like... <laughs> Steps off the platform just a moment too soon. Everyone's (laughs) running towards the middle. Taylor's running off to the other side. (laughs) I would be screaming the whole way to him like, "Ah!" (laughs) He's like, somebody, anybody save me. All right. Get stuck in a room with Nesta for 24 hours after a fight with Cassian or teach Imran how to use the bathroom. the way that was the best scene ever <laughs> Aaron going on about her not knowing how to be <laughs> she's, she's like so random on the toilet like reverse cowgirl like is this right <laughs> <laughs> she's actually just standing over it like is this is this it I don't know um I would probably teach Amarin how to use the bathroom honestly <laughs> I know this is fucking us over. I would definitely just sit with Nesta and I would just be like, yo, girl, it's it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> We're fine. Well, right. we have to drink. We both thought yes! you Tamarin, how to use the bathroom. Tamarin. Tamarin, how to use the bathroom. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, little monster. You're doing it correctly. <laughs> I think this also just goes to show our personality types because I love Taylor, but Taylor is definitely such a mom in scenario. So she would be able to like sit with Amarin and I'd be like, fuck, God, it's not that hard <laughs> <laughs> okay would you rather know who everyone's mate is but not be able to tell anyone or know which characters are going to die and there's nothing you can do to stop it yeah okay i'm gonna be real honest i'm a pretty depressed bitch so like i feel like if i knew anybody's death i would just spiral and die i would yeah. pull a full elaine and just be like nope nothing's worth living I can't do it so I would rather know everyone's mate and then kind of play matchmaker but also just sit back and be like I'd be like are you want to date with them yeah no yeah. that's the answer too I can't know who's gonna die that's not I would die yeah god damn it yeah <laughs> Put Rayanne know who the mates are and Taylor who is going to die. So 
Oh, hey, that's the one thing that when I get spoiled, like if I know who's going to die, it's really hard for me to read it after that. So I'm just like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. True story. <laughs> I jokingly was like, okay, so Resan gets shot, whatever. He's going to die. And I love Taylor, but Taylor has a tell. So if we ever play poker, I'm going to be like, okay. But she definitely was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, okay, so Resan <laughs> dies, but that's okay. I know he's going to come back. There's no questioning that. So I was like, okay, okay, cool. I try to throw her off with it too. Would you rather know what happened to the surreal when he disappeared or know what's in the box? I'd rather know what's in the box. I feel like I'd want to know what happened to the surreal. Drink. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, I guess that's obvious. I like the surreal, but death is death. Like, I don't really care to know what happens after it. I am curious as to what happens because I was like with the bone carver too. And like how he just looked at Pharaoh and was like, it's my time. I'm like, what? what's going to happen? Where's everyone going? Would you rather be the civilian Rice's air droppings hit or get locked in the steam room with Azriel and Cassian? Oh, get locked in the steam oh. room with Azriel and Cassian. I'd like to know steam room up. for fucking sure. <laughs> Drink. Drink. Fuck. You know, wingspans everything. Let's just <laughs> I bet you they've had a threesome at some point. Oh, a thousand percent. That's going to be the at least at least Cassian and Reese. I think at least them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the new excerpt? The one that was posted today. I don't know. The one that basically alluded (laughs) to the fact that they used to have sex in the same room as each other. Yeah, I saw that. And then I was just like, I'm just going to keep going on with my luck it out <laughs> black it out We're just, <laughs> nope nope <laughs> would you rather get the chance to take Farah's place during the court of nightmare scene in akamath or partake in campbell's chicken noodle soup night you don't know what i'm talking about nope you know the soup you know what oh the the mating yeah, yeah the mate the, the mating mates. night the mating oh soup. shit mating night <laughs> <laughs> still so fucking confused you know how it's like a joke on tiktok like chapter 54 or yeah something like that oh. where she like makes soup and then like she's like baby i love you and then oh my Rice god is like, i'm gonna feast on you and like we're gonna like get really hippie with it and she's just like angel winging like on okay 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 face. this makes sense as in, <laughs> okay i'm gonna get real technical as in like i'm there when this happens or i'm a part of it you are farah you get to take farah's oh. place no i'd happily take farah's place <laughs> <laughs> which one <laughs> i already know we're drinking every single every single aspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay. not, yeah it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> i'm like I'm i don't so think i could do i don't think i could do quarter nightmares yeah that's um that's like i think i'd be like there's people watching please stop touching <laughs> me <laughs> like you will not find the evidence tonight. <laughs> okay. Would you rather spend a day painting with Farah or gardening with Elaine? Gardening with gardening. Elaine. Hardcore. Gardening. Drink. Drink. That's literally all I did today. And I was like, wow, I can't, like, if I could spend a day with Elaine gardening, I would. <laughs> I said, at least I'd be able to acknowledge that I fucking suck at painting. unlike like, <laughs> Jada wrote in the notes. I personally would want to spend a day with Farah painting just so I can shit on the whole process. (laughs) (laughs) 
Would you rather be Tamlin's choice fuck during how I pronounce Kalanami? <laughs> Calamari. Kalanami, bitch. Hang loose. Or face the worm. Ah, <laughs> uh, the worm! The Alaskan bullworm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know because I would die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Cal and Mai. I just really like life. We both said you would face the worm. I feel like I'm badass enough that I would be able to kill it. But like, realistically, I'm not. I'm not hardcore you enough. You are such I- a fucking <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I had somebody literally tell me that was like, you know, I feel like you have the confidence. And even if you don't, you fake it so well that it seems like you have it. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> me, I guess. Listen, I don't think that I would get killed by the worm. I think I'd be running and I would trip and somehow impale myself <laughs> on a bone. <laughs> on your little like, bone. Like, <laughs> Rayanne would just look over for two seconds and be like, well, Taylor's gone. <laughs> gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> God damn, I got- she didn't die in vain. Sixty <laughs> book talk. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Would you rather be impregnated? Would you rather impregnated? <laughs> the other one. <laughs> yes. Did you say yes? You try to be impregnated? I would try to impregnate. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> when she said the other one, I was like, that's the only other one that's possible, right? <laughs> Not to be impregnated, no. but to impregnate. Would you rather be imprisoned under the mountain for five years and no one touches you or be tortured by the Ator for 24 hours with no fey healing? I would much rather live, so I'm okay with not being touched for five years. But saying you would live, like you would live and heal and you'd get all your mobility back. Uh, no, I'm I'm cool. I could be solitude in solitude for five years. Yeah, I think it's the same. Oh, no, five. Wow. Okay. I could not last five years. <laughs> underneath the fucking mountain who am i gonna talk to claire better okay <laughs> well that depends am i part of the court do i get to see claire and i'm like what's up claire i just like tap her foot every time i walk in how you doing on the wall sis one day it just like falls off on you <laughs> oh no I'm like, talking and I'm like hey girl and i'm just like shit no <laughs> How's the view? Is the change of scenery nice up there? Like, let me know. I'm naming, <laughs> each, like... <laughs> I'm naming each and every fly that comes by. I'll be like, Gregory's giving you a visit today. There's Belinda. Okay. Let's be real. Like, I could not withstand torture. I feel like I very much know my <laughs> own strength and weaknesses would you rather know who your mate is only to find out that they are already married to someone else or have the surreal tell you that you do not have a mate oh fuck no i would rather know who my mate is and i'd play the waiting game me too i'd play homewrecker Okay, if I knew that my mate was out there and they were married, I'd probably be like, well, they're fucking someone else. I guess might as well too. And then just wait it out. (sighs) Okay, we said Rayanne would know want to know who her mate is and taylor would say no mate oh uh, i would be such a homewrecker i'd be like did you know i'm your mate and then he'd be like what and then i'd be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> taylor would be busting all the moves 
Would you rather be put in the prison that the bone carver was in for 50 years or have your Illyrian wings clipped and never be able to fly again? Oh, hell no. I definitely the bone carver prison because I turned into the bone carver. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I'm going to say clipped. Really? I think I would go insane. That contradicts everything you've just said. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Because you were like, I would hate to be tortured. Oh, yeah, but oh, okay. that's just like a quick, like, slit here and there. It's a quick slit, and then, like, I heal. Snip, snip. It okay. takes like a month tops. <laughs> like, I don't know. Would you rather you find out that your mate is evil? Would you break up with them, or would you become an evil bad bitch queen and rule at his or her side? Bad bitch queen, definitely. I wish I would have changed my answer. I don't know, like how evil. <laughs> like highburn level evil. Oh, fuck. I would probably break up with them. Fuck. I went based off of Hogwarts houses for this one and it has fucked me. <laughs> if this is my mate, if this is who I was forever going to be in for whoever I was going to be drawn to, even if I was like, oh, I can't do this. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm supposed to be the villain in this story. Like, that's just that's just my life. I'll accept my fate. <laughs> I feel like we'd have a really great like lovers as enemies. Like I'd be like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to take you down. But then we'd like fuck Ooh. on the side. Ooh, Ooh. love that. Yeah, wow. Nice. Yeah, I'd be like, what you're doing ain't cool, but also like meet me in the closet. Like, <laughs> yes. Get a taste of this honeydew. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Right. God, you have to read for a blood and I was just thinking of WandaVision and it's literally how they're like estimate the baby and they're like honeydew. And so it's like <laughs> Oh, no. I was just having my own little laughing party there. I was like, <laughs> would you rather be Ryson's mate? And I know I say Ryson. Welcome to the Book to Boozy podcast. Would you rather be Ryson's mate with no special abilities or title or become the high lady of Perith? It's not Perinthian. Perithian. Perithian. Why am I thinking of Narnia? Okay. <laughs> Or would you rather become the high lady of Perithian with unlimited power who don't need no man and never get married? No. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go what I'm pretty sure you already guessed I would. I'm going to be Rhysand's mate. The only reason I say Rhysand is because I listened to audiobook version before. I used to say Rhysand and I used to say Reese for the short because I was like, fuck it. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would do that. And then I would just be the Elaine of the relationship where I'd be like, all right, babe, have fun. I'll be at home making bread, tending to the garden. <laughs> chilling yeah her leo ass said trophy wife yeah. <laughs> i was like i to worry about shit okay i think i'm gonna same. say same i think that'd be too much pressure okay we both thought that you would choose high lady of perithian so that's interesting we are independent ladies but we know that we can actually be pretty okay if we're chilling <laughs> Now we are going to be getting into the Boozy Crew submitted questions and conspiracies. We are all going to be taking a turn around the clock this time. So strap your titties on in and get ready because we are about to blow you away with the conspiracy hot topics. Our first Boozy Crew submission was, is it horrible that I am not excited for this one? Because I am, in parentheses, assuming (laughs) it heavily features nesta well baby it's in her um, point of view (laughs) baby you have been misdirected because um this book is about nesta um (laughs) 
Oh, it is all her, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's her and Cassian, I'm pretty sure. That's true. It could be mostly Cassian. Not even, they could have like a few snippets of Nesta in there. No, nah, but I know Sarah and it's going to be mainly Nesta. But the, the cover has an orange mask on it that's in the shape of a fox. So I'm like, that's not Nesta or Cassian. <laughs> The entire thing is Lucian's point of view. And <laughs> Nesta and Cassian are like, hey, hey, and that's it. Lucian <laughs> becomes the surreal side. and then like knows everybody's secrets and is like, <gasps> oh, so gossip oh, girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't doubt it though. I mean, do you think Sarah J. Mass would totally tell people that it's like, oh yeah, this is all Nesta and Cassian to throw everyone off? No. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be pissed. The Nessian force out there, I call them a force, not a fan base, because they honestly scare me, like with the amount of power that they come at. You know what I'm saying? Same. Like the ranking of fandoms that scare me is like number one, the K poppies, and number two, yeah, number two, Nessian. I don't know. I think mine's like number one would be like the Draco and Harry (laughs) fan base. Oh, shit, I forgot about them. Shit, Draco, they fuck you up. I'm Have scared. Have you seen Dramini? Dramini yeah. TikTok? Mm. Oh my god, scary. Scary place. But, you know, I don't think it's horrible that you're not as excited because I'm not as excited. You know, I really, you know, even though Farrah was kind of boring, like I really loved her point of view. And I think it's just because I like mentally fucking rice in my brain. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to miss that. <laughs> And then I just, you know, I I don't really like Nesta. You've listened to the podcast, you know. So the only thing I'm really excited to be is back in this world. Like I love, I freaking love Perithian and how Sarah J. Mass writes and all the courts and how descriptive it is. It just makes me feel like I'm there. So I'm just kind of excited for that aspect of it. What do you guys think? I'm definitely excited. But like from what we had said in our video, I'm like Nesta's character is like not a character arc that I'm supportive of. So I don't know. I feel like when it comes to hers, I'm kind of a little excited to see what goes on in her mind just to understand her a little bit more and not see her through Favor's point of view. That's a good answer. Unpopular opinion. I fucking love Nesta. And we talked about it in our video too. But goddamn, I am actually very excited. I love to see how she's going to overcome her trauma. I don't know. I like to see angry women, I think. I think it's uncommon. And I like I like to get in that point of view and be like, yes, bad bitch, tell me your trauma. <laughs> What do you think, Jada? I mean, I kind of am just reiterating what I have already said on their YouTube channel, but it is just so hard for me to get past what Nesta did, like just as a sister, just because my relationship with my sister, like, yeah, we can be bitchy towards each other, but I can't imagine talking to my sister the way that Farah and Nesta talk to each other. And, you know, everyone has said, we don't really know what's gone on. From Nesta's point of view, but it does seem like Farrah's really reaching out on a limb like at all times. Now, Farrah pisses me off because she's got a fucking savior complex and that shit gets annoying real quick. So I'm not saying Farrah is all high and mighty, but at least she does try in some aspect. And then there's also the point that I made that I, I love reading about angry women. I just don't know if I like reading about angry Nesta. <laughs> <laughs> Nasta. 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 <laughs> Nasta. 
there was something that we wanted to do before this podcast, and I don't think either one of us did it because we kind of forgot. But there is apparently an extra chapter at the end of Akamath that's kind of hidden. And someone sent it to us a few months ago, and we meant to read it for this podcast, but apparently it's a Nesta point of view chapter, and apparently you get insight to kind of what happened to her. And it's made Ooh. a lot of people sympathize for her. Interesting. Yeah. I I haven't seen that, but I would be super interested to read that. I definitely want to read it. And now I'm like, damn, I wish I would have read that as well. <laughs> After power reading I totally everything. I forgot about it. I kind of feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think like I would much rather have a sister who like, it was a complicated relationship, but I knew that no matter what, like she would be there versus like a sister who like, we were really nice to each other, but there was no like real love there. Does that make sense? Like Nesta is the only one who went after Feyre. She was the only one who like knew what had happened for first of all, because like her mind is just so strong, but also like she's the only one who went after Feyre and then she was like the quickest want to help her in the situation where she was going to go back. I mean, I could literally argue with you all day over this topic, <laughs> but I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> we'll do it off the podcast. <laughs> we'll pick another night. <laughs> yeah. Brooke, you and I will have a doc going between us that'll like drink when, and it'll be like, we can <laughs> compile a list of every single thing that Jada and Taylor are going to do. <laughs> it'll be a debate. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's hard because too, I, I wouldn't like Nesta as a person. I wouldn't. Like we would wouldn't be friends but yeah. I love her as a character I think she's interesting I will say Brooke you're gonna be kind of surprised that I'm saying this right now I will say because remember I chose Nesta's sign as Aries right mm-hmm. and I have an Aries moon <gasps> I feel like my Aries moon sometimes matches Nesta's energy but unlike Nesta who doesn't seem to give a fuck my Pisces son later is like you you were a fucking bitch. You need to apologize. Bullshit. <laughs> oh oh, if you think Nesta is an Aries, like John is an Aries, I wonder if that has something to do with my love for her. Oh my God, it's connecting. Um, Nesta, Sarah DeMass, we're going to need um the, the birth charts on all of your characters Please. ASAP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to our next submission. I've always thought Tamlin and Elaine should have been mates. Thoughts? thousand percent agreed we kind of touched on this on the youtube channel yesterday i am a big advocate for tamlin and nesta because i think that dynamic would be absolutely hilarious i think (laughs) the banter like they would fucking hate each other it would be true enemies to lovers and i would be here for it with tamlin and elaine i think that there's not enough room for growth tamlin wouldn't be able to grow because he would just you know be as controlling as he was with pharah probably Mm -hmm. times 10 and elaine would just let him because it's kind of what she wants but i think they both need to grow on their own and like maybe if they had that and then met each other it might work a little better but just imagine tamlin and nesta like i i know jada's shaking her head because she's like "Ooh, the sister thing and yeah that's gross but like Mm -hmm. yeah just wait i would be so interested to read that story tamlin Tamlin and Nesta or Tamlin and Elaine? Tamlin. Well, they're both. I mean, it would both be like. Yeah. I think it would pull like a Twilight where it'd be like, yeah, I was drawn to you because you had your sister's blood. (laughs) 
Oh, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Has you not seen the movies? No, she's not seen the movies. But just be careful what you say. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So it's she fun. Doesn't. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Because I was like, I was I like, was like <laughs> I've seen the movies and I was just trying to piece together what she said. And it took me a while. So it's really. Well, forget anything I just said, though. But I feel like that could be an argument that he makes. He'd be like, yeah, well, like. I was really just drawn to you because of your blood. It's a fae thing. You smelled like your sister. It's a fae thing. I can't. I I don't see any of it together, but just no. Mm -mm. I feel like being the high lord of the spring court and she's like, all I love to do is guard it and it only would make sense. But realistically, I feel if that were to actually be like something that happens instead of her being like with Lucian even though Lucian's so it's gonna happen we're mates I feel like that's a personified thing and that's not actually existing where she's gonna be Tamlin's mate and then she'll actually hone in Tamlin and be like you have to listen to what like my sister and the night court has to say and that's where they're like connect instead of being enemies I just feel bad for Lucian because <laughs> like I mean like think about losing your mate to like your best friend or your ex-best friend well can you well, they imagine- wouldn't have been mates then. Yeah. Could you imagine losing your wife to your enemy? True. True. <laughs> really quick. Can you guys mm. just like imagine Tamlin and Lucian just like sitting in spring court and they're both just like broody, angry men where they're like, fuck these women. <laughs> like, I fucking hate <laughs> these women so much. <laughs> they're just bros being hateful. <laughs> just imagine them with like their glass of whiskey, just like. <laughs> <laughs> and they can go back, like rekindle their friendship through their mutual rejection yeah cute what a redemption story for them (laughs) we're just gonna write our own narrative (laughs) yes at this point we'll just all get together and write a fan fiction okay see you on (laughs) down so i guess for the third submission we have is could elaine finally go off the deep end and become the new villain i fucking hope so i do too i love that you know i feel like it would give her more of a personality so like i'm kind of down for it (laughs) give her a dark edge i kind of talked about this one time brooke how like I feel, I'm sorry, I'm bringing up astrology (laughs) again, (laughs) like, like, fuck me. Okay. Like we know Jada, like, all right. Anyways. So I feel like Elaine is a March Pisces. And there was one story that we brought up. I don't remember in a previous podcast where I was like, this is what happens to a Pisces that has trauma. They flip a fucking switch and they go, Amelia, Amelia from kingdom of the wicked. Oh my God. Can you just imagine Elaine is like out there in her fucking garden. She finally just snaps, literally like just goes off and murders people, murders people. And then she just like goes back to her garden and she's like, what makes for a better fertilizer than human or fey remains? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I need more fertilizer. Off with his head. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she would be like kind of crazy too because he's a seer. So she'd be like, I think this flower would match them perfectly. Just like planting flowers. Ooh, 
what would be really cool is if she had like a part of her that like took over and like blacked out like with like you know how when she like turns into the seer oh like multiple God. personality disorder yes yes well, a thousand percent yeah and she well just, like, we don't off. I was gonna say we don't fully know like what happened with her in the cauldron same with like Nesta so she could have gotten like Nesta is already pretty dark but I feel like Elaine could have gotten like a super deep dark little patch of whatever is happening in there that just needs like one spark and it just flips Elaine is just ready to pop. She's I don't like think so, though. Like, I'm barely holding it together. It's <laughs> all I have left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The we thing can only for hope. me, I don't know. I think I'm out. That's okay. I don't think I subscribed to this theory. <laughs> only because I, I genuinely don't think Elaine is, like, strong enough. Like, I feel like she could maybe sell out people or, like, try to become human again. But I don't think that she would go full on, like, murderous bitch. Bro, what? Okay. You know how everybody is saying that Cassian's gonna die? Cassian dies and Nesta becomes the villain. Heartbroken villain. I'm okay with that. I would, I would 100% what see that. What if she finally opens up? She becomes the person we want to. She's finally got this redemption mm. arc. We're like, yes, this is going in the right direction. Boom, Cassian dies. Boom, sets Nesta off once again. Times a million. No redemption. All dark. Do you like, think then it would be like her versus Elaine, who they've always been like, she's always been protective of Elaine. And now that Nesta's become like the villain, that Elaine's just like, we need to stop her because Feyre is like an old art teacher or whatever. So she's like, I don't have time for this. I feel like I could see her and Elaine going head to head because they've been so like together that it's like, no, now they duke it out. But see like that, it like Nesta going bad makes sense why Sarah J Mass would put Nesta's story before the whole like love mm. triangle between Azrael, Lucian, and Elaine because she mm-hmm. wanted to set up the plot for another villain. I, I could see that. so here for that. Mm-hmm. I would I like 100%. A My God. But you're talking about, I can see it right now. Like, I don't know if you guys watch the Vampire Diaries, but I already know Brooke's brain. She's like, Nesta's going to flip off her humanity switch once she's <laughs> with Cassian. <laughs> Okay, but like, think about all the trauma she goes through. She finally falls in love. She's like, I'm finally happy. Like, I've got a great relationship with my sisters and shit. Something goes wrong. Cassian dies. What if like, what if, what if fucking Elaine like accidentally kills Cassian or something? And then like, she sees that she accidentally kills him and she goes out of her way to try not to, but like she can't stop it. Or what if Nesta accidentally kills Cassian? (gasps) Oh, Oh, no. God. You know what Tears I think? already forming. Oh, my God. This is what I think. What? Okay. Crazy ass theory. Elaine sees what happens to Cassian. And possibly also Nesta is in the crossfire as well. So she basically saves Nesta, but not Cassian. <gasps> oh, shit. Drives her off the deep end because she'll like, pre- she'll prevent her death, but she won't prevent Cassian. Or Nesta has to make the choice between Elaine and Cassian. Oh, no. And the thing is, Nesta will have all the power in Perinthian to do whatever she needs to do to be the baddest villain there is. Like, Do you guys think that her and Feyre then will have to, like, duke it out? Because Nesta's, like, pretty fucking powerful. 
Nest is powerful and Feyre is powerful. This is setting up so perfectly. Sarah J. Mass, if you're not listening. (laughs) Goddamn, we all need to be hired to help her write. Like, we just need to spit these ideas in her face and be like, look, this is... Sarah J. Mass, we just like need to get together. Like all five of us have a drunk sesh and talk about your book series. (laughs) Yes. Theories. But the thing is, I also feel like we would do that. And then she'd be like, you guys are so fucking wrong. Like hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) And then what she comes up with, we're going to be like, oh, fuck. (laughs) we all take a hiatus from like podcasting and youtube that we're like we can't talk about anything till all of these books release sorry guys <laughs> you guys have blown my mind i'm just like i'm slowly losing it you have become elaine you are losing it right now i've become elaine okay helian will die and lucian will become the high lord wtf this is savage <laughs> that was me <laughs> No, that was no. I meant like that was me in parentheses. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I know. I was like, "Bitch, are you kidding me? How dare you propose this idea?" <laughs> I literally feel like nobody's just gonna tell Lucian. Everybody's just gonna be like, "Did you hear about this?" All right, yeah. <laughs> like everybody knows for Lucian, he's just odd man out. And then Helian one day is just gonna have a heart attack while having sex. Like his <gasps> arteries are clogged, and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> pieces out and then Lucian's like what's what that tingly is it's <laughs> like <"Whoa." laughs> what the fuck is this I think that I honestly think that Eris is gonna tell at some point but do you think Eris or oh no do you think Eris knows and do you think Helion knows well they it alludes to the fact that the brothers know because that's kind of why they torture Lucian yeah and Lucian doesn't know why, but Eris was like, I did what I could. But then there's also a lot of points that show that Eris like loves his mother. Like that's the one like good thing about him is the fact that like he steps in and like protects his mother whenever he can and shields his mother. So I feel like he knows and that's why he also shields Lucian because yeah. I also am like, okay, so Eris knows. So he's like not scared of him one bit to take over the throne but also like everyone knows about it because even when Feyre's like connecting the dots and Reese is like don't fucking say it don't fucking say it don't fucking say it I I feel like this is something that everybody's already known but they're like we're just nobody's gonna say anything nobody's gonna say Mm. anything so that like if Helian suddenly dies come like another war because I feel like Sarah J Mass is working like section by section so now it's like Nesta's section she'll have her three books come like Aqua War for Nesta they're like Helian's dead in this war and now Lucian rises kind of thing I all I could think about while you were talking was like (laughs) (laughs) Lucian's mom being like no one's gonna know no No one's gonna know how would would they know how would they know Our next submission was, will Nesta compete in the Illyrian Rite? I don't think so. Not one bit. She's not Illyrian. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. The only one that was like, Nesta's going to be like, I don't give a fuck that I'm not Illyrian. I'm going to do this just to prove my point. (laughs) That is true. She's like, sheath in hand is like, fucking ready. She's like, no, because also she's such like a prissy bitch. Yeah. She'd be like, I don't want to fucking do that. That's disgusting. What do you mean? power for three days yeah, like that's true agree yeah she's too prissy for it she'd be like i don't need this i'm more powerful than you and you fucking know it <laughs> okay the next submission says 
How bomb would a scene where Cassian reenacts a scene from one of Nessa's feisty novels with her? <gasps> I, I literally, if this isn't a thing, like this gives me from Blood and Ash vibes, but like if this ugh. isn't a thing, like he at least needs to make fun of her reading smut. Yes. I love it. A thousand percent. I was just telling this to my girlfriend that I'm like, okay, this would be the perfect opportunity for Sarah J. Mass to be like, I'm going to write a smutty romance inside a smutty romance and have characters from this specific smutty romance, like incorporate a new, like, could you imagine? Oh God, it would be so good if it was one of those scenes where it like starts off teasing but then he's actually like doing it and then she's like oh shit oh shit trying to fuck with this <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you guys watched Bridgerton yes yes yeah. what if he's like did you touch yourself like oh I told God. you to <laughs> Oh my god. Just know that their first sex scene is gonna be so like crazy too. First of all, Nesta's had sex with a lot of people at this point. And I feel like it's gonna have to be a little bit wild to like impress her. Okay, is that like an actual thing that she did have sex? Or was she like, yeah, I had sex with all of these people, but like didn't? Because I also- No, she did. That's her coping mechanism. Like if you if you catch on to it, like that's like, she takes out a lot of her trauma with sex. Really? Did she though? Because I feel like Thank I remember you. reading in the book where she like, she goes home and she's just like alone by herself. That's at the end of Winter Solstice. So she didn't go home with Cassie and obviously, and there's really no, other person she could have gone home with when she was saying that she was having that like poker night with all these guys and Farah's like so who are you gonna go home with and she's like I haven't decided yet I'm like I felt like that was just a coping mechanism to be like yeah I could choose any of these people but like I haven't yet and it's like she wouldn't actually choose anybody but there was that scene in Cassian's point of view where he was like the first time I like went to go see her and it was like Cassian went to visit her the next day after he lost her virginity is that an extra scene like do you guys don't know about that wait what who lost like, what virginity when nesta first lost her virginity she lost it to like a random female that she met and then like cassian showed up at her apartment the next day bro was this in akafas where was where is this are you dreaming no. it's in akafas <laughs> or- <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm sorry huh what is but this then- honey you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, I lost my human life. I'm not saving myself for anything more now. So I'll just, I'll do it with a female. And then she's like, eh. Like, I feel like because her her little gay self is still kind of pushed down yes! in there. That she's like, okay. yes. you know, okay, the so at the end of Nesta and Amrin. Nesta and Amrin. Okay, the end of my Akafas book says, the Court of Thorns and Roses series will continue. Read on for a sneak peek of the next book. Oh, yeah. I oh, so then, that. you know, that means that, that <laughs> this, this happens in A Court of Silver Flames where Nesta loses her virginity. So she has yet, she has yet to lose her virginity. No, in Akafas, it talks about her, like, sleeping with multiple men. Like, Reese keeps an eye on her. Ew, no. Yeah. That pisses me off. Don't say that. Don't make me I not don't, like Reese. I feel like Reese is, like... <laughs> keeping keeping tabs on Nesta but it's not actually happening like he's like I've seen so many men leave her because like don't get me wrong like you all have maybe have been there where it's just like yeah I just need somebody there like a cuddle buddy kind of figure where it's like yeah it looks like we could have had sex but like we didn't that's no she's fucking them I'm so I'm not I'm dying on this. This is where pills. Taylor like, and I have our first fight and it's via podcast. <laughs> and we're literally like, no. 
I'm like, I'm like ordering my, um, my Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm like, okay, continue. Like, give me the tea. <laughs> but she also too, they talk so much about Nesta, like feeling too much and like not being able to process it. So I feel like after her trauma in Highburn and like that near death experience, she was like, fuck this. I'm growing too close to these people. So she moves across town and she starts fucking random men and she never fucks the same man twice because she can't get too connected. I mean, I think I said this in a in our a Quarter Frost and Starlight episode. I kind of like that Nesta a little bit more than I had like in the entire books. I was like, okay, love the bad bitch moment at the end of Act War. And then I love the scene where she was like at the table and she had all these men around her dealing at her cards. I was like, okay, fucking Nesta, do what you want, bitch. Like whatever your heart desires. I was obsessed with that. But like, I don't know, it's just hard because at the same time, time I'm like she kind of isolates herself does that make sense am I making sense no that makes total sense and that's kind of why she does isolate herself though because if you watch like the fact that she covered Cassian in Aquilor like I think that that was too much for her it was too much feeling and it was too much attachment and then when they almost didn't make it through she was like fuck like I can't do that again Okay, cool. So then the next one we have is Hear Me Out as an heiress, enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Veto. Yeah, I don't I don't like that either. However, no, no, not even as an heiress. I was gonna say like heiress Cassianesta, but not as an heiress. I mean, enemies to lovers would be so good, but like at the same time, like I don't know. Like I just want As to have a mate. I just I feel-, feel like that would be so terrible to more. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be like a new level of betrayal and I would not want to see that to happen to little baby more you know yeah I feel like more would be heartbroken from it but like that's the thing is I want to I want to think that as is a bi queen like that's literally it is I want to see him both like with guys and girls I feel like Eris is like definitely gay and is not spoken about but I don't want to see them together the thing is though it would be almost perfect because I do I do not this is this may be a controversial opinion but we've talked about it in the podcast i don't like the way that more treats as you know maybe she's not ready to come out and then like that's totally her thing but she doesn't have to string him along like she does yes if eris was gay it would almost be like the guy who rejected her because he's gay and the guy who was in love with her because he was bi and she was gay so it would almost like make like perfect sense i do think though Like, more doesn't necessarily string him along because it's like, I don't like you so no one else can type thing. But I do think that she has this mindset that, like, he's such a good man and she wished that she loved him. Like, no one else is good enough for him. Yeah, yeah, she's like, no one needs for her. Like, like, he is so hopelessly in love with her. That is no excuse for her to, like, continue that narrative. Yes. When I heard that more was like, oh, I'm not telling him because I'm not comfortable coming out. I'm like, that's, you need to tell him because of that. You know, Asriel wouldn't say shit about it. Like Mm -hmm. if he all of a sudden was like, hey, oh, I don't like men like that. And like, I know you love me. And the only reason I fuck men is because I just kind of want to fuck men. Like that's it. Helium shit. The helium shit that went uh, down and he was in the next room over. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. 
Uh, that's why I'm like, oh god, damn it, more. She doesn't even need to come out. Well, all she has to say is, "I'm not interested." Yeah, yes. that's true. Yes. Do you ever simple. think that th- that's why she's so fucked up to Nesta too? Is because like she Nesta's basically taking away her buffer. Ooh, I like. That. She like hates Nesta. She's the only one who gives Nesta shit in Aqua War. I can see that. Like. Cassian's yeah. not really even her buffer either. Either they yeah. did it like one time, and yeah. he bought her lingerie, but that wasn't even like, ooh, he bought me lingerie. It was like I told him what I wanted for Christmas, and he got it. Do you think Cassian knows? Totally. No, I think he does. <laughs> I think he does in a way that he knows that Moore does not return the sentiment, and he's also trying to protect As. I See, think but like genuinely just like the cute dumb jock. Like he's just like, yeah, wait. Very much <laughs> like material. Yes, I genuinely cannot unsee that now where he's just kind of like a little dumb and he's like, no, yeah, she she has sexual feelings for me. And then she's like, I really don't. And he's like, hmm. Here's the thing think- though, like if Cassian knows about more being gay. I feel like that would be a very hard moral topic for him and him alone. Like, it's like, okay, they're both my best friends in the world. Who do I protect here? You don't want to expose your friend who's in the closet, but at the same time, your other best friend in the world that you've known since you were like born is getting fucked from this secret. So like, Mm. I feel like that would be a very hard moral dilemma for Cassian if he did know. Yeah, so I don't think he, like, okay, I, he could know, honestly, but I think that, like, he knows that she doesn't prefer Asriel, and I think he's just, like, I'm just here to have a little bit of fun and also, like, make sure that this kind of, like, stays tame. I just, I don't think it's staying tame for Asriel, though. Like, I just, my heart goes out to him. Do you think Reese knows? Definitely. Oh, yeah. I feel like he knew from the start because that's also his cousin. And I feel like that's something well, that Amran knows too. Amran. But Amran's like a god. <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> like she's like, oh yeah, she's gay. It's fine. Like I mean, Amran doesn't see herself as a gender, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know. Does Yeah, no, she's genderless because she's definitely had the male body and she's like, Well, it's so easy for you guys, but for right. like us, it's harder. And then I remember Favor being like, She identifies closer both? to female though. Yeah. Right. But that's the thing is she's had both like genitalia. So she knows it's not that she's unaware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so, I yeah. forgot this part. She's had both. Oh yeah. Well, she's had neither. Like she wasn't like when they asked you, because Elaine asked her, she was like, oh, you could choose. And she was like, when I, before I was neither male yeah. nor female, I just was. So mm-hmm. I thought that was super interesting too. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Love Amarin so much. I would kill for an Amarin prequel. I think I. Me too. I want a prequel <sighs> of the gods. Like I want it so badly. Fuck yeah. Can we move on to the next one? I feel like we've talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. A few minutes. LOL. <laughs> um. Okay, this one is still talking about As. I think we're all just um, very excited about As possibly being bisexual. But um, it is As in Lucian. I can only hope... Wait, is that your comment? She's asking you, Jada. Yeah, it's probably my comment. But I don't agree with myself at this, at this moment in time. I think I'm literally just saying I literally want As with Elaine. anyone but yeah. Elaine. <laughs> 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 I mean, like at that point. No, yeah. I have such unpopular opinions in this group, but I so ship as and I love as in Elaine. 
I know you wanted Rayanne to read this book series, so that way you have someone to talk about it with, but now we have Rayanne <laughs> yeah, reading it, and she agrees with me and Brooke. I know, yeah. and now I'm just like, well, fuck all of you guys. I'm just going to go read it in the corner and write my fucking fan fiction and hope for the best. I just want Az to have a mate. Like, he's already the hey. shadow singer. He, like... He like sees into other people's perspectives and like whatever the fuck his shadows do, he kind of already has that mental like psychic connection with other people. I want him to have that with his mate. I don't. <laughs> Get ass <laughs> real. He's so in love with him that she's like, he has no mate. His mate is me. It is me, damn it. <laughs> but Asriel spends so much time in the shadows and in his mind as it is that I would love someone who just brings him out of that, who like he doesn't expect. Do you know what I mean? That he has to like actually verbally communicate with? Yeah, I feel like, but then too, it it could be that weird like shadow singer seer thing where they can communicate mind to mind, even if they aren't mates. Okay, that would be cool. Not gonna lie, that would be cool. I would be down. And also just like, okay, can we just talk about how like, I'm just sipping over Asriel so hard if anyone wants to know why i'm not fighting taylor on her love for azriel and me claiming him as my mate please go watch their video where we are in person on their youtube channel and you'll know exactly why (laughs) (laughs) i have discovered something about jada that she did not know herself (laughs) and i have fully accepted it (laughs) jada likes him older and a little bit darker Older? Question mark. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. Oh no! <laughs> what? Why am I get it? Because he shows up as a child. <laughs> Just fucking stop! No, that's that's not. His, I'm going to bat. That's not his fault. Farah fucking did that shit. She's the one who fucked Rice to that shit. Okay, he didn't plan for that. He didn't plan for that. I was just joking. (laughs) Oh my god! What if the Bone Carver doesn't even choose his like thing? He's just like this blob. But then whoever comes in and is like, I don't subconsciously think this, but I want this, and that's how he forms. Oh yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I want. What if he's just a skeleton and that's why he's so obsessed with bones. He just like takes pieces of these bones and he's just like a really creepy like. It's my Halloween side of her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a Jack skeleton. Yes. Give it to me. (laughs) But the part where like also Elaine is so stuck inside of being a seer like she's stuck in that world and she kind of can't come back and everyone thinks her mind is fucked up and then Azriel identifies what she is and that brings her out of her stupor almost I think that that oh god I think that they have potential to just like really be able to connect through that way because Azriel didn't have that person you know what I mean he found out he was a shadow singer in a hole or in a basement where he was in the dark constantly. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where he can kind of be like a teacher to Elaine as well. Mm. You're saying a I lot know. of words, but I'm not connecting them in the same sentence. Does that make sense? <laughs> Am I 
Am I breaking out or do you just not get it? I don't get it. (laughs) You're just like, fuck Elaine, fuck her. There's just a constant, Elaine, we don't talk about her. So every time you mention it, it's just, we don't know. But it's, God, I just I think- mean, I support you in your right to have your own opinion because there's a lot of times where I'm just like off the fucking rocker, like with mine. I completely support you, babe. I'm just saying. <laughs> Do you feel like Sarah J. Mass is going a little too hard for like the soft girl and the hard girl? <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yeah. A thousand percent. She has to She's appeal to both. She's going a little too hard with it. And then just like Faye just like the bland bitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Eris redemption arc could his mate be nesta all right this was gonna be in my personal theories sjm gave that little fucking snippet of Eris and nesta like in a ballroom or something and i fucking felt it i felt it with my entire soul i want it so bad i want enemies and enemies to both be enemies but also be lovers at the same time and just like fuck I'm sorry I can't get behind Nessa and Cassian okay like give me a fucking break like let me die on my freaking hill but now these bitches over here got me thinking that Eris is gay and now I'm really upset like I don't even know what to think anymore dude I don't even know if Eris is gay but what if Eris is just like asexual he's like I don't want any y'all yeah, and, Nes- and Nesta He's like, apparently all I really wants want. to fuck everyone. Yeah, so she God. gets her lovers. He gets to just be left alone, and that's <sighs> it. I'm all I for this like, now. I feel like they're very compatible, mate wise, mating bond wise. I feel like they're very compatible. I do too. I'm here for Eris and Nesta. Taylor, go ahead and say what you need to say. <laughs> I'm just trying. That's the thing, though. Is like I know Sarah J. Mass. I've read all of her books. I know her and I know that that's not how she's going to go, which is why I don't want to get attacked. <laughs> this isn't to you. This is to Sarah J. Mass. But you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> like, I could so come up with all these theories and be so fucking on board with it. But then I'm like, please don't get attached, Taylor, because all you're going to do is fucking cry in the end. <laughs> After trying to figure out, because I am so pro LGBT like plot line I was telling Taylor that I was like man like from the start Akatar the fucking what is it the woman um oh what did I tell you Taylor no no the fucking girl that uh Feyre runs into at the shop that she sells the pellets to the like the skin Oh, yes. I yeah, was like, I forget about her. I, exactly, exactly. I was like, the first girl that she comes in contact with, I'm like, this girl's hella fucking gay, right? And then yes. literally from the start, Taylor's like, oh, I don't know. She doesn't really come back. And I was like, what do you mean she doesn't come back? She is the gay queen. Like, that's it. And then I'm like, oh, now I understand. Like, Sarah J. Mass is all for gays to a point. So I'm like, yeah, as much as I want to be like, Eris is gay as fuck. Like, he's just here to be with men or he's asexual even. Like, that would be a crazy thing for Sarah J. Mass. It's probably not going to happen. And he's probably going to get, like, set up with Nesta, which would make sense. Because if Feyre predicted everybody's court, Nesta would be in the fire court. As much as I hate, you know, as much as you're, like, putting Sarah J. Mass into this little box, you're right. Like, it, it's true. Like, it's not that I'm defending Sarah J. Mass. It's just like that I want that for these characters. And mm-hmm. it's like she probably won't give them what 
we want. You know what I mean? Yeah, sadly. I just don't get a, get what I want in books, period. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I am very much of the mindset of like, I think I want this, but let's be real. I don't know what I want. I'm open. Like, <laughs> Sarah, you tell me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to me, Sarah. Sarah. I mean, but like, Sarah exactly. has the most experience with all of Sarah J. Mass's books, and so she knows what to expect. True. And True. like, honestly, she's pretty happy with it. So, like, I feel like even if she doesn't give us the you know ending that we want for these certain characters, it'll all tie in at Listen, some point. This is what I would really, really love to happen. I don't think Nesta and Eris are endgame. But I would really like to see a little fling with them. And I think that that is something could like that is something that could really go through. First of all, that's going to give us another layer to Eris that we don't have that we're all fucking waiting for. Yes. Second of all, that's going to give us another layer of like almost enemies between Nesta and Moore. And I kind of want to play with that a little bit more because we don't know Moore's power. We don't know what the fuck she does. I would love to see more and Nesta go head to head. Like I would love to yes. see them go head to head, but also like head to head. I could, I would be so on board with a slight fling between like Nesta and more as well. So our next submission says, what if Nesta plays a part in ending Baron and helping Eris claim the throne? That's what my theory was. Okay. okay. So I- your theory. I wrote separate theories for like our channel and your guys' channel. And I had this theory because I think Sarah J. Mass posted another. I try not to read all of the Sarah J. Mass sneak peeks because I like to still be surprised. But there was one that I read of her and Asriel kind of palling around. I wonder if at that point, like her and Eris are distracting people. And at that point, like Baron is being murdered, like either poisoned or something like that like Feyre did in the night court like I think they're putting on a show and they are distracting someone while Baron is being murdered okay so for context we just watched this is from Maggie May be reading and she's a very popular tiktoker she's got like 50,000 followers she thinks that Nesta is going to turn into a dragon and to be honest I could get behind that like what the fuck is she? We don't know. Like, she's life and death. Like, I could see her being here. Like, apparently she has, like, I don't remember it, but she's, like, been exhaling smoke and, like, anger. And, like, she, honestly, if anybody was a dragon, I could see it being Amran because she collects jewels and that just seems very dragonish to me. But, like, I could get behind Nesta being a dragon if it was portrayed correctly. I get, like, very like iffy when certain fantasy books kind of introduce new like paranormal characters but I think this is one I could get behind if it was done right that would be really oh my god that would be fucking interesting if she was Eris's mate and she became high lady of the autumn court because all of the high lords have a beast form and we haven't seen Feyre's, so we don't know if, like, high ladies will also be inheriting that power. But, like, if she were to be Eris's mate and high lady of the Autumn Corps, it only makes sense that she would have a beast form that could manifest as a dragon. And breathe fire. Amazing. But, like, breathe fire. Do you think, 
Do you guys think, though, that Eris would make her high lady? Because the whole thing with Reese was that he wanted to make Feyre high lady. Whereas Eris kind of appeals to me as somebody who would be like, no, that's my wife. Like, nothing more. I don't know yet. I really don't. I I also don't know because we don't know much about Eris. I definitely, I just, I don't know. I feel like because of his father, like his father treats women at the worst of worst that I'm like, I don't see him being like anything more than like Tamlin just being like, well, we got to abide by the rules kind of person. But he also hates his father and he loves his mother. So I don't know. But so does it could be one of those things where he's like just biding his time until he is high lord. And then he's just going to like turn it upside down. It'd be like a secret Tarquin who's like, yes, I'm just here to try to make my court a better place but I knew I wouldn't be in the that's what that's what Reese did almost yeah but not that whole thing with more that's unacceptable but like I said in a way that's kind of what Reese did man I could see that I could see it well what if there's fey traditions that we don't know about too like it was literally nailed to her in blood saying she's your problem now what if the fact that he touched her created this bond between them or something of that sort that we just don't know about yet if I'm gonna be real honest knowing Sarah J Mass, it probably would happen because she likes to just pull the like oh <laughs> you guys didn't know this but I knew this so this is how it actually is yeah kind of thing that's true I wouldn't be surprised again I do think there is a story to Eris that needs to be told agree okay what's in the fucking box what's in this is where okay so this is what i want to talk about like there we have a section in our notes that's our personal theories slash things we want to talk about for me this is what i want to talk about what 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 the fuck was in the box i had seen this on tiktok after i had formulated this opinion and i talked about it on tipsy book talks youtube channel However, very early on, as soon as I read A Court of Silver Flame or A Court of Frost and Starlight, I was like, Cassian found something small of his mother's and wanted to give it to Nesta. Like, that is totally what was in the box. Like, that was totally what he was going to give to Nesta. That's what he found, no doubt. However, throwing it in the Cedra is what threw me off. Because if he found something of his mom's, I just don't think he would throw it away like that. What do you guys think? I don't think he would either, but we also don't know if it's something that like was just an act of rage with him and he could easily go back and find that. With Cassian's power, I do feel like he knows and also resounds like I think he knows that eventually he could go get it or find it pretty easily. And I think it might have just been a moment of true anger and sadness. I'm kind of with like what the majority of our audience thought. I kind of think it's a siphon. I think that would be cool. I don't think it would take him long to track down though. Like that's my only issue with it. It's like, it says that it took like, especially Sarah J. Mash, she said it took him months to find it and track it down. And I think it said in the book that it took him a while to find it. I don't think it would take him that long to find a siphon. Like he literally is like the general of the Illyrians. He could have had to like try to find the right one for her that matches her personality. And that's kind of, okay. I genuinely think that Cassian like 
really adores and really loves Nesta, but like, I don't think it's anything having to do with Cassian's mom or Nesta's mom. I think it genuinely is just like Sarah J Mass trying to be like from a male's persona, he's trying to find a gift for Nesta because Nesta doesn't speak to him and he really likes her and he wants to get something that's like appealing towards her. But like, she doesn't have a niche like Elaine does. So he's like, fuck, what do I get her type scenario? That he's like, I can easily like, this is just random shit that he can just be like fuck this and just throws it into the like throws it into the like whatever the cedra what if it's like a book i it could be i feel like it probably is it's a smut book that's actually what what it is (laughs) i mean what if it's like Like a a fan fiction he wrote of like himself and nesta honestly that would be so precious god bless him I, I'm going to stick with, I think it's something of like her mother or father's because she says, I don't want that. And he said, you'll want this one. And then he said he prayed she would. It had taken him months to track it down and that he didn't want to give it to her in front of the others. So he knew it would have some type of effect on her. I originally thought it was like a piece of a broken cauldron or whatever, but I thought it was that too. But then I was like, but Feyre put it back together. So that doesn't make sense. Right. But then I thought maybe it was, I think it's okay. I again said this yesterday. I think it's either a piece of the Nesta, which is the boat that her dad led in to the Mm. war pretty much. Or I think it is her mother's like wedding ring or something of her mother's that like Nesta would cherish okay but like if it was something of like the parents wouldn't like of Nesta's mom wouldn't you think that Feyre would have wanted to have been like a part of it like that Cassian would have thought about like Elaine and Feyre being a part of that yeah I don't think so only because right now he's only thinking about Nesta and it's too like he I don't know I'm not sure if they talked about it but they had a different they had a different relationship like Nesta actually really loved her mother yeah I guess so I just I feel like I don't know that's the thing is I'm like because I feel like he would just throw it away that it's just like it's not something important but if it was something really important like a family type of heirloom situation (sighs) that it would have been brought up that he's like, you guys might want to check out Nesta's gift. I'm just saying. Okay, let's move on. We talk about theories anymore. I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) We're not reading a Court of Silver Flames. Like we already wrote a Court of Silver Flames in the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you whichever ones we don't use for like the YouTube video too. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so we're at the end of the episode. Girls, tell me what your boozy skill is. I'll go first. I tried so hard to get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) It's honestly kind of rude how hard I tried, and I'm still only probably at like a six. And let me just say, I've had three drinks with two shots of bourbon in them, and I had a shot of bourbon by itself. So overall, I've had like seven shots of bourbon and I feel like I should be drunk and it's kind of rude that I'm only at a six. Taylor, let me just say that I'm so proud of you because like this is, Taylor does not drink bourbon. She does not like it. So the fact that she drank that much, I'm like, oh, this makes me so happy for you. You best believe that if it was tequila, I'd be fucking smashed right now. (laughs) Truth. 
Very true. Um, I am definitely sadly out of five, but it's also because I cannot control my hunger and I will consistently eat while I drink. And so therefore it just cancels everything out. (laughs) I agree. Like, okay. So I'm higher. I'm definitely like a 7.5, but I feel like if I was eating, I would definitely beat you guys' level. I just like kept drinking and I was like, I already ate. So I'm just going to keep drinking. And then like, like, fuck. (laughs) And then I peed, peed a lot. So here I am. 7.5. <laughs> almost an 8. Maybe 7.7. Jada, what is your scale? I am sadly a 3 right now. Bitch. <laughs> I really am. I didn't make it past like a 5.5. And I, I was like Taylor tonight. I tried so fucking hard. But I've had like... I've, I've literally watched all of y'all been eating and I've been like, fuck y'all. <laughs> I've had like five or six in anything. Though. I've had like five or six of these though. And it has okay. like equal parts vodka, equal parts raspberry snaps. And I think honestly, if I drink too much in a row, my tolerance builds up too quickly. I'm serious. Well, I've, I've watched, okay, to be fair, Taylor, I haven't seen you eat anything, but Rayan, I've seen eat ramen and Jada, I've seen eat French fries. <laughs> I had a full- Rayanne had ramen and a sandwich, and now she's eating something else. (laughs) And popcorn. (laughs) And popcorn. (laughs) I'm telling you, my my hunger level is so high, I cannot stop eating. I'm so hungry. Do you think it's because we got so drunk yesterday, though, that our boozy scale is just so far down right now? Because yes. I was at a solid nine when we ended last night. Like when I, I laid to go to bed, the room was fucking spinning. <laughs> I was pretty Ooh. drunk yesterday, but today I think I've built up my tolerance in between like the past 24 hours, a hundred percent. Yesterday I was a solid, like almost a three, like a 2.7. Same. Same. I was at like maybe a four. Yeah. Dude, I got smashed yesterday. Today I'm like pretty drunk. Alrighty, are we ready for Kill Mary? Yes. Hell yeah. It better be what you want. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Y'all know what I'm singing? I only got five minutes to save the world. Save the world. Yes, I do. Don't hesitate. Fuck. I was singing of Kesha. No, Madonna. Madonna. Okay, Jada, I'll ask you. Okay. Not all at once, please. Okay, Jada. Kill Mary Fuck, The Serial, The Bone Carver, and Amran. Mm, that's hard. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that's why I said I knew after literally yesterday and today, I was like, this is it. This is the only thing I have going on for me. Because a part of me is like, I really want Amran, but I just want her more with other people besides me. But I couldn't. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, this is so hard. All right. I'm going to marry the surreal. I'm going to marry him because I feel like he would always keep me interested. I feel like he would, you know, always have the down low, honestly be like probably one of my best friends. Previously, I would have chose Emren as my fuck. However, if you go watch the YouTube video that we are on their channel, Brooke had made some very good points. And no, god damn it, not helping my point, but not the fucking child that you guys are thinking of. Okay? <laughs> that's some nasty ass shit, okay? I'm talking about like the god form of the bone carver, okay? 
he could be whatever I want him to be. And that speaks to me on another level. Like I was like, I had my Azrael stage and then my, I had my Helion stage or Helion, whatever the fuck, I don't care. And now I'm like bone carver. But it's honestly like, I can't go much higher than that. So like, that's the rock I'm going to die on. So I'm going to fuck the bone carver. And I'm sorry, Amrin, you've lived a great life. I'm going <laughs> you off. Bye. This is the final rose tonight. Okay, but if you think about it, if you kill Amrin, then she just gets reborn as like. She'll just come back. Yeah. She'll be fine. She'll be it's fine. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Taylor, kill Mary Fuck. Ianthi, the cereal, Jurian's eye. God, this is so hard. I feel like I also would marry the cereal. First of all, I think he's just a nice. He, I don't know if he's even a he. They are just a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> they are just a nice being. Thing. <laughs> exactly. I don't really know exactly what they are, but. I think that that would be very interesting. And I think, again, I am someone who loves knowledge and I would just art, like always be learning new things with them. God, I hate Ianthe, but I think I would probably fuck her. <laughs> just you have, you have to know what, what it is that she's got going on. It <laughs> well, it's one part curiosity. And then the other part, like, I wonder what it would be like to like hate fuck her. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I would be so curious on what it would be like, but I would also just be down to hate fuck. And also just Jurian's eye. I just fucking couldn't like, what would I do with that? <laughs> Ew. Couldn't marry it. I don't think I could fuck it. Like, how does that give me any pleasure whatsoever? Basically, just end his misery. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think I'm pretty happy with my answers. Okay. Okay. Brooke, do you want my good choices or my bad choices? Give me whatever the fuck you feel like. The bad one. I want the bad one. Give her the bad one. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. The worm. The adder or Briaxis? Okay. I would marry Braxis because he's just a wholesome dude. Like he all he wants is a window. Like, okay, like I could work with that. Like I feel like he just like wants to be happy and like could be happy, you know? Fuck. I would fuck the worm because um it's a worm. <laughs> <laughs> If it was between the worm and the ator, you wouldn't be I'm sorry. Worm. I would He's fuck the ator. The dick. The I worm just, is just a dick in itself. I just need I to don't understand. like the look of the dick. I only like what it does. Is the like, is the worm go like, is the full worm? Like you let I I need to understand like what does he have a worm of his own or Oh nah, he just fuck. probably the full worm. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I just like. <laughs> I, I just love like, the fact that you've just accepted it. You're like, yeah, no, no, I'll just have sex with the worm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The Alaskan bullworm. The Alaskan bullworm. 
Good choices Tori's were like a little gremlin, like little like gargoyle, like bitch ass. And I'm like, not about that. It kind of low key scares me. I couldn't fuck it or marry it. So I'm like, no, you're out automatically. So okay. then I'm just okay. left with a worm and uh Braxis. And Braxis is just like wholesome. So like I'm gonna marry him, and the worm is just like a dick. So I'm just <laughs> I just like see the worm as a dick, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna take it as a massive fucking dildo. It's fine. It's also really funny too, because <laughs> like from your past podcast, I just think that Jada's a little bit kinkier, and I feel like the adder would be, like, kinky. <laughs> Jada's 100% kinkier. <laughs> but, okay, these are my good choices. You don't have to choose, but I did uh, High Lord Edition, and it was Helian, Tarquin, and Phileas. Aw. Helian, Tarquin, and who? Phileas. Oh, okay. Mary Callius, which is how I say it, but that's totally wrong fuck helion oh yes (laughs) i'd have to kill tarquin but i love him fuck i'm glad you're finally accepting your place in the winter court (laughs) you know what i am so flattered that like not only all of you guys put me in the winter court but like so did like people from like booked and boozy instagram was like no you belong in the winter court and i was like this is so flattering i love this thank you (laughs) amazing thank you guys (laughs) All right, so I'm sending a picture in the group chat because... Oh, no. Thank you. (laughs) I don't want you to answer without fully knowing your options. So I'm putting this gym in there. Let me know when you get it. Oh, all I see is a lady. She's a lady. (laughs) All righty. So, Rayanne, you're killing me. Fuck. Yes, baby. That is the weaver. I'm sorry. I expected the weaver to be an old lady. That's what I was like. I'm sorry. (laughs) Exactly. But after I am thinking, she's hot as fuck. True. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this makes sense. Go on. I think I know where this is going, and I hope it's the same as the one that I put, because I also have two others. Probably not, because I went a little AWOL, but The Love Weaver, uh-huh. Amarantha, and Baraxis. Okay, you guys are going to have to remind me who Baraxis is, because I That's didn't. what I put, bitch! Really? <laughs> Did that one in Amarin, the bone carver and the weaver. And then I also did the king of Hybern, Tamlin, and Amarantha. Um, Baraxis is the guy that lives at the bottom of the oh, library. Of the, the library. Mm-hmm. He's, he was also a part of Akawar. He went in like a little cloud and ate things in the air, I think. So, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Okay. Well, I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to marry the weaver. Because I feel like if I marry her, she will be less likely to want to murder me. (laughs) I feel like that's okay with me. Like, I'd be like, babe, you do you. You do your thing. I'll be over here doing my thing. And that's fine. Um, Let's see. I would probably fuck Amarantha because that's realistically, I do want to see if she would be good in bed because I have a feeling she would be a pillow princess. And then I would kill the Braxis because realistically, I have no attachment to him or they. That's okay. Now that I know what the weaver looks like and she's not an old lady anymore, I'm okay with it, you know? (laughs) Okay, so moving on to current read. Right now, I am reading A Touch of Darkness, and I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm hoping it kind of picks up. I'm about halfway through, and it's, like, pretty good, but I'm, like, hoping that it, like, picks up a little bit more. 
but I have high hopes because of how much Jada loves it. Let's see. Current reads. I DNF Night Circus here recently. It just mm. wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I am really going to try and read Ruthless Gods before the a Court of Silver Flames release. That is the second book in Wicked Saints that I've kind of been putting off and feel like I've been cheating on it. Like with my other books. <laughs> so. so currently I'm actually reading Great Gatsby right now because our next videos that Taylor and I are recording are Gatsby and, um, oh shit, uh, what's the one? Oh my God, Shakespeare. It's the one with the dreams, Midsummer Night's Dream. So mm-hmm. it's literally Gatsby and then a Midsummer Night's Dream right after because you know gotta make sure they get that all read before we actually start filming <laughs> i am also currently reading the great gatsby obviously as randa said we're doing it for our next like book talk but for the romance book challenge that we are doing i am reading cemetery boys for my lgbtq romance i just finished the second from blood and ash book a few days ago so i feel like i'm also lightweight still currently reading that not that I'm still reading it, but just emotionally, I'm there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, let's be real. I'm there more than anything else. <laughs> that is understandable. A hundred percent. It's so fucking hard for me to move on. I was like, let me also say, because I'm looking at my Libby right now. I was like, I'm currently also listening to We Were Liars because I heard that everyone's like, this book fucks you up. And I was like, let's do it. After Hecatar, I'm ready. We also have an episode on We Were Liars. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not because apparently I don't love you as much as Taylor does. (laughs) 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 Now I'm about to go re-listen to Akatar and then I will hold off till I finish We Were Liars and I'll be like, all right, what the fuck did these guys have to say? (laughs) Also, I'd like to update my boozy scale after um, getting up and running to the door. I think I'm at a good 6.5 to 7 now. Hey. Nice. Mainly because I'm trying to eat and I'm like, are my lips numb because this is spicy? And I'm like, no, I've only had one bite. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. We've also right, like right. Ram, we've adopted your um cool cool cool. Cool 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 cool. Yeah, uh, you can thank Brooklyn Nine Nine for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this whole entire time I thought it was from community. I have a huge like Andy Samberg love after that show. So I was like, I'm pretty sure he says it there. It could have been from community. I don't know. I also love Joel McHale. So I'm going to be real honest. No idea. This is the end of the episode. We have covered all the questions you guys have seen. We've covered all the material that we could think of. If you still have questions, obviously, I know you still have some. We have covered probably pretty much the rest of your questions on tipsy book talks youtube video that is coming out that we were also in so yes we also did a video with tipsy book talks where we talked and we have a podcast so make sure you turn tune in for both so over on tipsy book talks we actually talked a lot about the drinks based on the different courts that we assigned each other who our mates would be our alternate ships and some more crackpot theories so if you guys would like to actually go check that out please feel free we're at tipsy book talks on youtube and you can find anything that we have posted on instagram at tipsy underscore book underscore talks we went 
in depth in our video. So please make sure to check that out. Subscribe if you haven't, because we will be coming out with more Akatar anything coming out, as well as we're reading classics. So we have Great Gatsby lined up, as well as Midsummer Night's Dream. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode, our first Bookaholics Anonymous. We hope you like this. And if you do, you know where to find us. Hit us up on Instagram. Our Insta and YouTube is Booked and Boozy Podcast. Our Twitter, TikTok, and Patreon are Booked and Boozy. And if you want to send us in any main character moments, ghost stories, or just anything kind of witchy, paranormal, any of the stories that you have, you can reach us at bookedandboozy at gmail.com for our witching hour episodes. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Bye. 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 Bye.